0: a shifting of the sheets and her silhouette suddenly appeared against the headboard. Kevin! More force now. Yes, he responded quickly, quietly, reflexively. Can you go to the bank on your way to the pharmacy and pay the mortgage, please? A sigh. He wasn't sure why he was surprised. And so it begins. Why can't you make the payment? And he meant it. It was unfair to ask him to run an additional errand when he was already surrendering most of his lunch hour. The closest branch was nowhere near the pharmacy, which was already a subway ride from his office, so he would need to take a third trip to get to it. He would have almost no time to actually eat. She, meanwhile, could easily drive to the local branch at some point during the day and handle it herself. It was only ten minutes from their home. She only ever thinks of herself. An irritated groan and his spine shivered. His ego was retreating. He didn't want to take on the extra errand, but he surely didn't want to argue. He feared her this morning, an idea he was duly shamed and a slave to. He closed his eyes. He didn't want to see himself surrender. It was a tragedy that he couldn't also close his ears. I have too much to do today. What do you have to do? He surprised himself. Another groan. Why do you always have to question me? I'm just curious. Somewhat a lie. I have to go to the grocery store after I drop the kids off, and then I have to quickly clean before getting back to the school for Jack's play. Is that all? Then I need to run to the store with Monica before getting home to make dinner and help her with her homework. That's it? That's it? I don't think I'm asking you a lot here. I need help with the finances occasionally. His pride now bruised, his blood went warm. "'It would only take you two minutes to take care of this yourself, though. "'It would take me almost forty. Both time measurements were gross exaggerations, and he knew it, and he didn't care. "'I can't do this now,' her voice was seething. Placing his hand to his forehead, he rubbed vigorously and took a gentle breath to calm himself. He had been right from the start. It was fruitless to argue.' It was always fruitless to argue. He was already expecting this day to be unpleasant, and it didn't make much of a difference just how unpleasant it ended up being, really. It would, however, make a difference in his ability to survive the unpleasantness to keep his morning safe and comforting. It was better to just agree with her so he could get along. The math of a broken life. He sighed, deliberately loud enough for her to hear and understand. It was his final wordless dissent, an unspoken curse. (sighs) Okay, and his heart sank. No matter the quality of the equation, he still hated to give in. His latent, repressed need to win, to be the man, was his greatest curse. He saw her silhouette fall away. Thanks. The single word, spoken heavy with sarcasm, faded to a mumble, She was already drifting back to oblivion, and now, on top of all, he was jealous. And yet still, I love you. It was only slightly above a whisper, but she was sure to be able to hear it. It was a compulsion of routine, not a true offering of peace or affection. A prayer said by a lapsed man of faith at the foot of the bed, speaking more to his pillow than to any deity, or the skipping of the cracks in the sidewalk to protect the back of a mother long since past. It held no meaning. And yet, he did it still. No response. She was already asleep. She never says it back. Their romance was long dead, and there was no resurrecting it. He had tried. Last year, he was to surprise her with a two-week dream vacation to Italy, no expense spared, He quietly saved for months, even altering his contribution to his 401k to keep the fund growing without being noticed. The trip was flagrantly expensive and exotic, and he was so restlessly excited about it that he left work as soon as he made the final payment to tell her in person. And when he did, she seemed almost bored. He was crushed and confused, and so couldn't rebut the rattling series of complaints and grievances she put forth. Not a hint of appreciation was to be found. Who will watch the kids? We can't afford this trip. You can't take this much time off work. The dissensions were endless.